This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time, one word, and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 for free. So no, I don't want to bring us in. I don't know how to bring us into this episode. No, I don't want to intro this. This is uh, we just saw Logan, mm-hmm. which is Hugh Jackman's final role. I'm Hugh Jackman, as Wolverine. <laughs> no, I'm Hugh Jackman. See, I do a better Hugh Jackman than you do, Brad Elston, because I'm was, Chris Antisti. I was doing the huge ass joke. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! See, that's on a different show. Talking Simpsons. Uh-huh. We don't do that here. Welcome to Laser Time, the United's yes. eighth leading pop culture show. I'm for real, Chris Antista. Who else is with us? I'm Dave. Golden Run, different than Logan. I don't know. Uh, Bralabin. I I I just put it out on Twitter. We are fresh off of a screening of Logan. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect my favorite movie of 2017 Hmm. to be the tenth X Men movie. That seems ridiculous. (laughs) But that was a that was amazing. Yeah, we're, and so that was last year. We're not going to spoil anything up top. We'll, yeah. we're after after we'll give you plenty of warning after the break. We will talk more about Logan in depth. Yeah. But for now, it, Hugh Jackman retiring the role of Wolverine yeah, that's or like, Logan that's, or James. Yeah, they were saying like ahead of time. This is the last, uh, you know, this last movie mm-hmm. with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and it's one of those rare opportunities that you get in, uh, you know, movies, TV, any other form of media where it's like you get a proper chance to say goodbye to this mm-hmm. character because usually like shows can. Canceled. Just canceled. Uh, we, Everybody's gone. Yeah, um, the movie trilogy is just done. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is a person who played one character over the course of seventeen years. So like, I don't know. He had cancer. But he had, he has skin cancer. Like like not debilitating cancer. But okay. that was part of his reasoning for wanting to retire the role. Oh wow! Because uh, his age and cancer. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Huh. I have a theory though. Mm-hmm. Because come on, we're nerds here. We all know about the split in the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe between yeah. X Men and uh, Infinity Wars mm-hmm. coming up. Wolverine's got a big part. <clears throat> what if Marvel offered Hugh Jackman behind the scenes? <clears throat> we'll give you $40 million to show up as a character named Dan. Yeah. <laughs> no clause required. Oh, just be here. Like, be I here mean, when he, the he starts the NWO of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, you why, don't know I'm why I'm here. <laughs> no, he already said uh, he's retired, but then he, he did say in an interview mm-hmm. in the last week or so, like, Oh yeah, Infinity War. Like, mm-hmm. if they could find some cool way, like that's the only thing that might get me out. Yeah, I hope so. Um, which again, Thanos with the gems could reach across time and space. So yeah. there is no reason to not do that. <laughs> yeah. You could even say it's a separate Fox timeline yeah. if you wanted to. I mean, in, if anything, that Deadpool teaser in front of it already did that. Reached yeah. into a different universe and said, "Fuck it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought that was amazing. That's the entirety of their universe, by the way. <laughs> X Men and Deadpool. That's it. Not true. There's a shitload of X Men. Yeah. There's more X Men than there are Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought we would take the first part of this episode and discuss instances in which we actually got to say Goodbye. to famous fictional characters. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Third Eye Blind, yes. 1997. Um, I mean, and I, me back, I know this is a thing where there are so many instances. I picked the ones there, there that is, are, and, are most notable. And, and didn't we, we, in most cases, we try to make the distinction between a spoiler or series finale. Yeah. It's, this is a specific character yeah. going away. And it's, in most cases, it's someone who's played a character for a long time yeah. or has made a big impact. Yeah. Um, like, I, I'm not counting... You know, in like WWE, when somebody dies and they say goodbye, that doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> we, like, did we talked about Frazier? Yeah. Does that matter? 
I think that one matters because that is a guy who played from boy, what was it like? Eighty five, eighty six, all the way up to two thousand four. So, Christ. like, even more, even oh, good than, lord, yeah, oh. even lo- longer than Logan, oh, I believe. Cousin Dave, really? Yes, uh, it's my so only Kelsey Grammer. I actually I have a clip else. of that, and man, true to form. Uh, th- so the this is. Let me just uh, set the table for what this clip is. Mm-hmm. So it's the finale of Frasier. Mm-hmm. The last thing he does on the radio is tell a po- is read a poem, oh. which is like. Ugh, well, you used to be in a bar, dude. I you used to be cool. I don't know what to do with all those tossed salad and yes. scrambled. And this is technically not the very end of the episode, because yeah. the very end of the episode is him landing in a new city, and you're supposed to think it's in the city he went to get a job, a new job in, but it's actually the city where this girl he loves lives. And that, I don't even remember Fraser having a girlfriend at the uh, end yeah, of the I didn't show. It was like Frasier literally like, closely. well, let's tie this plot to it. Like, let's make sure that he has the happiest ending possible. But this is the last thing he says on the radio. I have loved every minute with my KACL family and all of you. For 11 years, you've heard me say, I'm listening. Well, you were listening too. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Good night, Seattle. Now I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I, I, uh, I have always wanted to write. Oh, also, sorry. During the scene, everybody in the radio station is like standing around the windows watching mm. it, and it's like, come on, this is the series finale of a radio show within the like the radio is the radio show that important? Like, mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe Howard Stern you're, you're if he had his finale like that would be are you well. Your attitude towards this job? I'm not yes. lining up to say goodbye to Chris when he dies. Yeah, yeah. look, how many people were around for Cape <laughs> Crisis finale? <laughs> I was Burn, Henry yes. Burn. Oh, I'm sorry. But we got to say goodbye to Keep Christ. Yeah, and we did it two more times without <laughs> yes. you guys. So fuck off, Dave. Talk yeah. Radar just did, he didn't did. read a cool poem like <laughs> Frazier did. Um, but for what it's worth, like Frazier began on Cheers, yeah, and then was just a barfly, right? Like he didn't, yeah, he, he didn't he hear was like a second season edition to yeah. Cheers after it was already mildly popular, mm-hmm. and then they spun that character off. I, who that never works. Yeah, let yeah. alone that series running longer, longer. Than, the, than the series it spun off from. Mm-hmm. No. And that's what I think is fascinating. And I'm not a huge fan of the show itself, even though I love David Hyde Pierce almost more than life itself. I love that guy. <laughs> uh, so I, well, why don't we stick with sitcoms for a second? And this one hurts a lot more because it was someone who was taken from us. And in a couple cases, these are oh. characters who were taken from us. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Bill McNeil, ah, this Bill is the Hartman. One, this is the one I wanted to do. I thought I yeah. did, we were discussing whether it should qualify because, like... It wasn't a long-running character, but, like... You, that just everyone but on it, that new cast was such a tight nucleus. It was like, I, and if I may introduce it a little bit, and sure. this is why it stuck with me so long. I was a giant Phil Hartman fan, yeah. huge SNL fan, huge Simpsons nerd, Lionel Hutz, mm. Troy McClure. I I loved them all so much, yeah. and his death hurt me so much. And yeah. most 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 of the time, dead celebrities you don't mm. know don't get to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. But instead, on news radio, when the the wound was still raw, mm-hmm. they killed the character on the show yeah. and had him basically. Not really mm-hmm. manufactured Phil Hartman's last lines to the world. Yeah, and that's and that's why this scene hit me so hard. It is hokey as shit. As if like, yeah. do you guys have a bunch of stuff to say to your coworkers written down when, for yeah. when you die, <laughs> just in case? 
Just, uh, yeah, so here, here's, yeah, but it's a poem I, that Fraser wrote <laughs> yes. on an episode. I don't know if you remember. Rub a dub dub. So the, the whole scene is like five minutes long. Yeah, I just took yeah. the very end of it when everyone because is he, he literally singles out everybody in the cast and you, Joe Rogan. Yes, <laughs> I always. <laughs> but I need the shoulder to cry on. I always ask you to fix <laughs> and this. Little David because I wanted you to talk to me about sports so I could fall asleep. <laughs> uh, but the scene with Eddie Dick is really good, where he's like, uh, "Don't follow me. I am very dead." This is not a ruse. The crow flies at midnight. Uh, but here's the very end of it. Well, there, there is a, there's another uh, note, final note for all of us. Uh, anywho, he continues, that about wraps it up for me. Um, uh, farewell. Take care of each other, and I'll see you all when you get to wherever it is that I am now. Damn. So I, I still remember is, that line for line. This is news radio, by the way. Yeah, sorry, did we, did sorry. Did we not say yeah. that? No. Because the whole time up to the clip, I was like, is this SNL? Oh, Jesus no. Christ, no, it's news radio, it's the news show radio. he yeah. went, Phil Hartman went, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can we just fucking insert that in the beginning? <laughs> sure. News this is radio. my favorite. News news radio, a great mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. underrated. I have no idea if it's running in syndication, yeah. but you sh- it's probably be. on YouTube. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, this, just just that like yeah that clip right there at the end really tugs at the heartstrings. This is one of uh, the deaths, few celebrity deaths. Yeah, that I can actually remember where I was when I heard it, mm-hmm. and like the the immediate in the car know, with my mom. I was eating. Uh, I was at my friend's grandmother's house, and we were eating dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, the news came in. Oh, uh, <laughs> we didn't say Phil Hartman was shot by his wife, who then shot yeah. herself. So it was like also and, tragic. And, yeah, in addition yeah. to being un- and unexpected. that's why it's also a little weird where it's like. Andy Dick in that episode. I know, like, that he has, that shit he said later where it's like, I'm going to put the curse of Phil Hartman on you because I gave his wife cocaine and got her. I know, but I think like, like that also could come, up. and not yeah. to defend Andy Dick because no one, yeah, he also, probably nobody yeah. should. But, but, but it could just be dark humor. But it, you can't, it, it's like blaming the drug dealer for yeah. someone no ODing. Like, it's yeah. not, like, there is some culpability in a billion other places. Mm-hmm. And if someone put that on him, can you see him like trolling? Like I did mm-hmm. it! I killed her! God! Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're, I'm if outrageous. Already, if he's already being blamed, yeah. Uh, why not steer yeah. into it? That's yeah. how we seems to be how we create villains nowadays. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, keeping with something that Phil Hartman was on and uh, oh, no. the whole comedic element, the the amount of deaths that there has been on The Simpsons, like yeah. from from cast members and people who have been regular guests, mm-hmm. you even have that na- that noise for uh, I'm talking Simpsons. Simpsons. Death! Because it's because it's, tw- it's twenty years. It's yeah. astonishing how many yeah. people are dead who've been guests on The Simpsons. Yeah, like we, on we never long. got a proper goodbye for like Lunch Lady Doris or Phil Hartman's character. Or Phil, Har- they had a, they have an in memoriam. Yeah. Lunch Lady Doris was retired, yeah. and then unretired with Lunch Lady like Morris or uh, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's Dora, the same. I think, yeah. yeah, it's the same Lunch Lady. It's the same character model. Yeah, and I mean, in the one case, this was someone who was. Pretty much a full time cast member, or like as, from clo- the beginning. as close to a full time cast member as possible. Yeah. She was there at least, you know, once or twice, or usually multiple times per season. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, Edna Krabappel, played mm-hmm. by why am I blanking on her name? Uh, Marsha. Marsha Wallace. Yeah. Uh, here is the end of, like, I think like a season or so later. They did. They had like a little bit of audio left over, and I don't oh. know what the context was for it. But is this not what I'm thinking? It then? is. It's the end of some. It was actually just a random sideshow Bob episode. But then the end is uh, Ned Flanders. Who, who they at this were? Point, they were dating canonically. They were, I think, actually married. Oh, okay. And it was just like it was weird because I see this and it's like it's this is touching. Mm. This should be Skinner. Yeah. I don't care that you did that dumb episode where she left him for fucking comic book guy and probably had one or two relationships in between. I'm just like, 
I always think that Edna Krabappel should have been with Seymour Skinner. It was it, perfect. It's a great episode. Yeah. A lucky boy. Uh, yes. But, it's, but you, Dave, you can't choose who to ship in the real life. Uh, well, they even had, didn't they have a vote? Wasn't they it like a, a season or two before there was, it was Apu versus... Apparently you can't. Uh, Apu or, or Ned Flanders? Who should Ed, Edna be with? You know what? We'll get to the bottom of it on Talking Simpsons mm-hmm. in five to six years. Yes. But mm-hmm. here's here's that clip uh, from The Simpsons. I told you, the only dancing I like is square. Hey, I let you pay for those boys' skipping lessons. Okay. Sure do miss that laugh. (laughs) I miss her too. And that's like that's like the sweetest thing the Simpsons ever done. That's what I I didn't see the dance part. I just saw him like he's staring at a picture of her. Yeah, and he it's the only time a character is like said goodbye. to a real character, even I guess acknowledging she's dead. Yeah, and Nicobopol is dead. I don't mean to nitpick this, but how much interaction did she have with? Nelson compared to say Bart. I, like, look, if, I, if you want to be a nerd about yeah. it, I don't know. If I've ever seen Nelson. Nelson's not usually in Bart's class. Yeah, yeah. I got the yeah. sense that they were like he was a year older or a couple years older, yeah. so he would have. Yeah. He would have been. We are doing the wrong show right now. He <laughs> would have been in her class at some point prior. Mm. So in the frozen time frame they work in, he had at some point probably been in her class. I know he's. I know he's been in that classroom before, but yeah. we're doing Talking Simpsons, Laser Times chronological breakdown of every episode. That character mm-hmm. model is not there mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah, that yeah. character model has a name. Nelson. Mutz. Name of Nelson. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take. Why don't we take a tiny break? And we'll be back with more. I don't know. Suit, uh, suitable goodbyes. Yes. What a terrible. What a terrible <laughs> send off. How appropriate. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. Commercial alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah! It's like stew, only with the bee. Thank you, people, so much for listening. Uh, I'm excited to say that this show is once again brought to you by Geek Fuel, and what a week for it, because we're going to get real geeky here. Uh, do you like movies? Do you like Wolverine? Do you like Marvel? Hey, you might like Geek Fuel, because Geek Fuel is a service that sends uh, a box of awesome surprises to you every month related to stuff like that. Uh, but not just that. No, no, no. Ghostbusters, Walking Dead, Pop Figures, even, dare I say, DC and Nintendo stuff. And oh boy, is it a very Nintendo-heavy week. Here at Laser Time, each Geek Fuel box contains a guaranteed $50 worth of stuff, and plans start for as little as $14 plus shipping. And guess what? You listeners listening right now, not tomorrow, just right now, can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and receive a bonus Star Wars item uh, for free. That's worth 20 bucks. That's right. But it'll be yours free just by going to geekfuel.com slash laser time. If you'd like to receive uh, monthly surprises featuring pint glasses, cards, posters, t-shirts, action figures, and more, maybe it's time you should check out Geek Fuel, get it for yourself or a friend, and once again, that URL is geekfuel.com slash laser time.
You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. I had two, two dope tweets mm-hmm. that I yeah. didn't put out. Put I discard into my drafts folder mm. because they are not not tweetable from my account. Yeah. Um, one was uh, I challenge you to prove Jimmy Buffett didn't write a song called Horny Burrito. <laughs> um, so- the other one was uh, did you know Bill Paxton is the only actor killed by a predator, mm-hmm. a terminator, and an alien, and a qualified surgeon? Oh. oh. <laughs> I was about to get, get on you for using that cliche because everyone made that tweet, but then, yeah. Oh. Can you see why it didn't go out? Uh, but we do it behind the paywall. Where we're all friends yeah. here. And it's good. Pour I'd some of like this beer out under your carpet for uh, me. That it, man's played a large role in my life. He, Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. Something happened on the day he died The spirit rose a meter and stepped aside Somebody else took his place and bravely cried I'm a black soul I'm a Bringing us in is a song off of David Bowie's <laughs> Man, Black Star. Yeah, and pity she was a whore. Yeah, and <laughs> this was literally like he wrote an album yeah. that kind of pondered his own death yeah. and assumed he would be dead. Yeah, and then he quietly died of cancer. Uh, named his album Lazarus. Yeah, and uh, oh, was it Lazarus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the song. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was like he died, and then oh, by the way, here's an album that yeah. kind of is like, and this is my goodbye album, mm-hmm. and it was like really touching. And I bought the album, and, it's, to and it's a really good album. It's a good album too, and I probably haven't listened to it in a few months. That's why I'm blanking on like the album versus the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Prince yeah. did the same thing, but on extreme accident. Yeah. He left us nine hundred thousand hours <laughs> of funky music. Uh, when well, he died. Uh, moving on from Space Oddity to Space, the Final Frontier. Hey, man, you're oh. so good at this. Uh, you. Sent me a couple of clips of uh, yeah. goodbyes in the Star Trek universe, mm-hmm. and uh, one that you said you're not looking forward to because the the what? the movie that it's in is oh, not yeah. that good is uh, Captain Kirk. Sure, I hate how he goes yeah. out. He goes out very poorly. Yeah. Uh, 1994 Star Trek Generations, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of to do about Kirk meeting Picard, and it's like, well, how would you do that? Because as we discussed in the timeline laser yeah. time episode. <laughs> You know, it's all the Star possible. Trek stuff happens in mm-hmm. the same universe, and mm-hmm. it happens. Cron- you can the, everything has precise dates. Yeah, it has precise dates. I always love that. And there is like you can follow this shit mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. to end, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually pretty clearly laid out. Yeah. Um, but there is still about seventy years between the era of Kirk and the era of Picard and those two mm-hmm. enterprises. But they find a way, of course, and they end yeah. up fighting Malcolm McDowell on a rock planet, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and beating up a satellite. And they beat up a satellite and. Kirk, like, fucking jet grind radios down the side of a rock. Uh, full starfish, by the way. And a very unceremonious death. And I can't believe they went with the way they did. For but real. He dies and is crushed, but they do. The yeah. whole thing was Kirk felt like he wasn't making a difference anymore. 
he's like behind a desk mm-hmm. and he doesn't get to do anything and now they they end up being able to save mm-hmm. what is essentially a whole solar system yeah and picard is now comforting kirk uh, mm-hmm. as he's crushed under rubble but also to that's d- what the clip to is. have your he- oh sorry yeah here we go They make a difference. Oh yes, we made a difference. There you go. Thank you. No problem. Hmm. Oh yeah, here we go. His last words. They strike it too. For the captain of the Enterprise. Jerry Goldsmith. Yes. <laughs> Only the current captain, not the most it's, popular captain. It's still. Stupid. It's a bad. No. It's a bad death. Um, it means because was there any fiction where like Picard Picard knows that previous heroic captains and to have his hero mm-hmm. die in front of him, but also the idea according to this logic. This is why I'm obsessed with timelines. That means Kirk was mysteriously plucked out of existence. So the history books wrote about how Captain Kirk disappeared, oh. only to die in Picard's timeline. Well, it's like it's one of those branching timelines things <laughs> oh, where no. some other timeline Kirk Not made a dimension. It. <laughs> well, they assume no in in generations they assume he died, mm-hmm. and so he did oh, die right. then. And the Nexus is he like fell out of the ship or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he got fell s- into. We don't. We do, we're not going to sucked into a 1996 CG purple ribbon. Uh, <laughs> come on, 1994 <laughs> orange ribbon. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, that Kirk, he, you know, uh, William Shatner was Kirk from 1966 until mm-hmm. 1994, wow. and uh, there's all there were rumors that he might show up in Star Trek Beyond, but he didn't. Um, but yeah, I think now was, that ship has sailed because yeah. you're not getting. He's 86 Spock now. Back he's, too. he's leading my death pool for 2017. Yeah. That he's, man's almost 90. And that was unceremonious, kind of Spock's, you know, mm-hmm. and he didn't get a and, true goodbye. It was, but, it was literally like we see he's dead on the computer. Yeah. That was it and beyond. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Yes. It's all I would be able to think is like. It, you shouldn't I mean, have brought him here in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it was just yeah. bad timing. Well, they should have done it the first time, and then you kind of got a nice passing of the torch between yeah. the two. Anyway. Because the second movie, wasn't he just like, here's some intel, bye. Yeah, he literally is like, anyway, that's Khan, and you should not trust him, oh, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking make your own movies. Like, that's that's what First Contact did, was dis- distance itself from yeah, the old yeah. ones. Be like, no, we're our own thing now. We do not have to have some tie to the old one anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Star Trek. Yes. So get you send me another oh, clip. Is that because like you think they didn't have enough faith in like Next Gen as a property to carry its own movie? Well, they there to, was like, like yeah, there was like Star Trek Next Gen was super hot and yeah. like went out on top in seven seasons, almost intentionally so. Mm-hmm. But they there was just such a demand for like Kirk should meet or Kirk should meet Picard, Kirk should meet Picard, Kirk should meet. It was just so overwhelming, mm-hmm. and it's like and Kirk and William Shatner was like, yeah, shit, you know, we did a we did a big send off with six mm-hmm. and. I mean, six is like literally all the actors writing their names in big signatures, and that's the credits yeah, for great. Star Trek six, and they get a proper send off. It's great because because in terms of remembering that, like mm-hmm. I, it doesn't count as like real endings. Mm-hmm. But I do like the credits of both Jackass three and Lethal Weapon four, oh, which yeah. all just feature like pictures yeah. and shit from like their childhood up till now, or, or Lethal Weapon four specifically, like the production of all the films. Yeah, it, like literally telling you this is probably the end. Yeah. And I think Jackass Three has to be the end because they they're down one dude. Yeah, I mean, I, as far as like credits that wrap up the whole series, mm-hmm. one of the most undeserving but still was kind of moving to me mm-hmm. was I had to review the last Harry Potter game <laughs> for OXM back in the night, and that's it was when like the last two Harry Potter games were like weird Gears of War style games. Oh yeah, like cover wand shooters. Yes, and then I finished it because you know I got to finish it for the review. And it is every Harry Potter video game shown during the credits. And I'm like, I feel something. But I think that's just because I like the 
the the universe and the movies, but not these games. Not a lot of affection for PS2 Sorcerer's yeah. Stone. Yeah, dude, PS1 Sorcerer's Stone. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you sent me another clip, Brett, uh, which you just said could be like basically goodbye to Star Trek in general from uh, Enterprise. Yeah, these yeah. are the voyages. Yes. Uh, this is the series finale, I'm guessing. This is the series finale of Enterprise, mm-hmm. which is also it's you know controversial amongst Enterprise fans mm-hmm. because. The last episode is watched on the holodeck. Mm. But you, it pulls out. You kind of you realize uh, uh, Riker and Troy, mm-hmm. Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis, are mm-hmm. watching the basically watching the last moments of Enterprise on the holodeck. Mm. And the last moment of Enterprise, it pans out and it shows Riker and Troy standing there, yeah. and that's this scene. Is he nervous? Wouldn't you be? <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. I had to memorize this speech in grammar school. You wish you could tell them all that this alliance will give birth to the Federation. I think I'm ready to talk to Captain Picard. I should have done it a long time ago. So I guess we're through here. I guess we are. In program. So the last line spoken are in program. And then you get a montage of different era enterprises uh, flying away. You hear Kirk say, "And you know, these are the voyages." And you see the '60s Enterprise go by. Mm-hmm. Picard's voice comes up. You see the Enterprise D from Next Gen, and then you hear Jonathan Archer from Enterprise. And then like the little Daffy Duck rubber band for Voyager. <laughs> no, it only does those three because those are oh. the Enterprise. That's not a oh. Voyager's just Voyager. Um, but and that is like goodbye to Star Trek because that's mm-hmm. the end of Enterprise. All the other shows are wrapped up. There are no movies on the horizon. It mm-hmm. is like Star Trek is gone. And it'll that's probably oh four I think so it's five years it might be oh five um, I can't because I'm trying to figure out if, if the gap between next gen and the, the original series has been longer next uh, ser- uh, it was 16, about, 69 to eighty seven sixty nine to eighty seven so not no not even close <laughs> it's only been about twelve years yeah. um, but uh, all those like again that's Riker and Troy is mm-hmm. kind of like a goodbye to them mm-hmm. who last time they were on TV was in nineteen ninety four. Uh, on Next Generation, they appeared. Oh, you're not in, talking about like Thunderbirds movie mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They appeared uh, in 2002's Nemesis, mm. which was a garbage movie, mm. and you should never watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, with a young God, what's his name? Can't, Bane. Is, did they end that series? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Young. Did, they, Tom did Hardy. they end? Did they like have a f- conclusion to the Next Gen universe? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Nemesis. I mean, that's another one of the goodbyes. I didn't grab, grab yeah. a clip, but Data dies at the end of Nemesis. Motherfucker, and you, I forgot all about that. And you get a very shitty goodbye to him because he built a dumber android. That looks just like him? That's, it looks yeah, exactly yeah. like him, but is not as built as well. <laughs> so he can't, you know, it's like Data won't really live on, but he sort of has a son. Mm. But Spiner, or Data dies. His final line is, looks like you're out of Data. Wouldn't it be <laughs> fitting to maybe give that crew a better send-off while they're all still alive and well working? that's the problem is the last episode of the show is the best send-off they could ever ask mm, for and mm. then they made four movies yeah one of which is good mm-hmm. one of which is okay <laughs> one of which is okay a giant monster truck john luke picard <laughs> in it uh only one of them is garbage mm. i think generations is fine minus some obvious things that aren't good about it mm-hmm. first contact is good mm-hmm. insurrection is a great long episode with whatever stakes, mm-hmm. and then four is just—it's yeah. a terrible send-off. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible send-off. Uh, well, moving on from uh, Trek to Wars, uh, oh, the only real one that we've had to say goodbye to—I mean, we will with the next sequel. I'm guessing in some way, shape, or form with uh, Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. In the Force Awakens, uh, spoiler: 
Han Solo dies. <laughs> but that. he's also the only person in the Star Wars franchise that I can think of. There's probably a couple people from mm. the original trilogy, but like with, with when they did mm. the prequel trilogy, it was basically a way to let you meet, get to see these characters again. You get to see Vader again. You get to see Yoda again. You get to see all these well, people, Obi Wan again. And that's why I didn't put like I could. I guess Han Solo is like the only one who can't force ghost and isn't underneath there, a giant. Well, costume. there's the force ghost thing. <laughs> Like both that and the fact that people can show up mm-hmm. in th- this prequel trilogy, uh, that's why I didn't do anything from Lost. It's like because mm. they show up again. Yeah. But to say goodbye to a character, maybe we will see um, Harrison Ford again in as a Force Ghost, not a Force Ghost, but as like in some way, shape, or form. In, I'm in the, positive yeah. you'll see him again in a flashback. Yeah. Um. In the. I almost called it the young Han Solo movie because that's exactly yeah, what he will, did in the young Indiana yeah, Jones series. Yeah, but will you see Harrison Ford as Han Solo? Yeah, I'm positive. Um, He's got that Disney money, man. Yeah, but I, th- I thought he was like... I thought he did the movie just so he wouldn't have I to think, do any Didn't he do movies. the movie for like... Because he got paid 400% more than any other cast really? member involved. Yeah. I thought he also wanted to like purposely die. Th- it seems yeah. like he probably did. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes so here, I want him yeah, to die too. Here's a clip of, of him dying. Killed by a transformer? Yeah. And then some violin. Thank you. Get off my space plan. And he's pushed away. Like he, just around. like he threw him like a Millennium Falcon off of his shoulders. I can joke around, but that fucking wrecked me. Yes. And we all saw it coming. And also yeah. weird that he had an audience for it. Like, <laughs> all right, Finn, Ray, you're over there. Chewie, yeah. you're over there. You got mm. these nice box seats for your friend yeah. dying. Nobody take any shots or try or yes. do anything. Or say anything. Yeah, Chewbacca had a blaster. And yeah. the try, the, 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 the try, what's that? Yeah. Well, I guess the thing was, like, the, you don't Give me sh- your nerd badge, yes. Chris. Sorry. Give me the, Take that Wolverine shirt off. It's not going to be the vape pen. That's for sure. <laughs> well, your wallet's right here, actually. Yeah. With Spider-Man on it. But <laughs> that, as far as I know, like, he wasn't in, I mean, he wasn't in the prequel trilogies. Mm-hmm. So he's the, like, you just saw his story from beginning to end, mm-hmm. uh, and like I, I hope we just don't see Harrison Ford again. Like if you want to do the, the prequel story, that's fine. Again, but I, we'll I, do it like I, like exactly just, like the young Indiana Jones. They flash back to him for a moment so that they can then like the opposite of Last Crusade. Yeah, but it just seems like it's more impactful if this is the last time we ever saw Harrison Ford. Just in in, in this general, in this series in general. I don't yes. want to. It depresses me. Well, I definitely didn't want to see him for a little while after these, his, his other character goodbye. From Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal oh, Skull. You nailed it. Here he is getting married. I now declare you oh. to be husband and wife. Whom God hath put together, let no one tear asunder. How much of human life is lost in waiting? Congratulations. You may kiss your bride. Bless. Smooching. Well done, Henry. Thanks, Ox. Yeah, that's the last thing he technically says. Gross. Uh, and it's him and uh, what's his face? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Both, yeah, and, it, and then Shia LaBeouf gets the hat at the end, but, but he takes it back. The worst part, this scene is emblematic. I just saw it on television yeah. of what's so what I hate about the movie. Yeah, because even the church looks fake. 
Yeah. Like everything in that movie looks fake. Whereas this is a, this is a series grounded in like rock and dirt and cave. Yeah. And Who directed this? Was it Spielberg? Spielberg? Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? And the end is a a hat being like the doors of the chapel mm. get blown open, and then a gust of wind throws the hat that it lands right at his feet, and it's like, why was his hat right there? <laughs> Why was he wearing his hat at his wedding? No, it was on a it was on a hat rack. Ah. But why is there a hat rack right in the front of the church? Wouldn't there be like a place in the church like, hey, you're getting married. Here's a little like prep. Here's the changing room or whatever. It's all being debated and made by people I, who don't I, go to church. Yes. I don't know I, where the hat rack goes. Yeah. I have no idea. I want to give a quick shout out to one. And it's great because yeah. it's spoiler free. The show Six Feet Under. Hmm. Uh, every single episode. It was a. It was a dramedy, yeah. an hour-long dramedy on HBO set inside a funeral parlor mm-hmm. and the family that ran it independently. Yeah. Um, and every episode began with somebody's death, and occasionally, usually because that person would be being brought in mm-hmm. to uh, have their corpse, what do you, what do you call it, yeah. mummified? Jesus, I'm, I lost it. <laughs> Embalmed? Uh, there you go, embalmed, or it just treated mm-hmm. for a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was awesome that one opening sequence could kind of show you what their... The drama would uh, be yeah. like after the cre- after yeah. the opening credits because it's like what Parks and Rec did, but like sad. What Parks and Rec told you like yeah. here's what happens to like every single character like if, oh, in some yes, cases yes. It's like five years in the future, some cases like twenty years so, in the yeah, future. Every episode opens with a death. Sometimes they're yeah. dumb. Sometimes they're like a, like a fucking office shooting. Yeah, uh, the wow. best one ever was just a guy walks. It's like two seconds. A guy walks out his door and gets hit by a frozen block of airplane shit. Wow, and it, it, it will flash their name and they're like you Jeez. know. Lived, uh, born on, died on date. Yeah. So in the last episode, at the very end, and I don't have to tell you how the show ends, but they yeah. flash forward to everybody's death, be it ten years from now, yeah. fifty years from now, seventy years from now, and it's just this. It's it's shot campy and it's mm-hmm. adorable mm-hmm. and it's done to a Sia song and yeah. it was one of the most weepy times of my wow. entire life on television. Yeah, I got I got one more that I'm gonna play real quick, mm. and this is kind of. The first one that I can remember where a character was said goodbye to, and it was literally in the title of the episode of Same Street. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, Mr. Hooper. Oh, uh, oh my God. Where Big Bird r- oh, learns Lord. about death. Here is Here are a group uh, of adults telling a giant bird about a friend dying. This is going to wreck Big me. Bird, uh, don't you remember we told you uh, Mr. Hooper died? He's dead. Oh, yeah. What? What? Well, I'll give it to him when he comes back. Dumb bird. Big bird. Mr. Hooper's not coming back. Why not? Big bird, when when people die, they don't come back. Ever? No, never. Why not? Well, Big bird... uh... They're dead. They, they can't come back. Well, he's gonna come back. Why? Who's gonna take care of the store? And who's gonna make my birds eat milkshakes and, and tell me stories? Big Bird, uh, I'm gonna take care of the store. Mister Hooper, he left it to me. And I'll make you your milkshakes, and and we'll all tell you stories and. I'll tell you stories. That that, but that's my even, curse to walk the yeah. earth alone. <laughs> it's the I would never die. I don't have rotting flesh it, like you. That, he's still in the suit, man. Yeah. Carol Spinney, I am Big I Bird, know. a great documentary. Yes. It's the, the beauty of that hippie ash 
yeah, children yeah, television yeah. workshop and the Henson yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Henson he, workshop that they, they took uh, the death of a major yeah. character and turned it into a way to talk to children about mortality and it yeah. was just like news radio where like it, these are people mourning the actual man like, yeah. There, yeah. Are, there are some tears like coming from the adults yeah we can't replace them but we're all gonna try big friend. yes yeah and Ultimate Warrior did the same thing yeah. <laughs> he got to come out it and last... give a speech and then die holy shit yes. that was great die like, hours later if he Man, yeah. yeah. He gave a speech as if he knew he was going to die. Yeah. yeah. If, well, cause, oh, like, what he, if he didn't have that moment? What if he yeah, died 48 yeah. hours beforehand? He would have been denied that one last yeah, yeah. retribution. He, got, he came out, did a speech with a mask on, yeah. dead the next 24 hours later. Yeah. Well, shit, we're yeah, about we're, to go live, people. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back with Logan Thoughts. Logan now Thoughts, spoiler major game. spoilers, so stay tuned. up you fine folks um we're gonna be talking a little bit about star wars here and i thought it'd be a cool time to plug something i don't have to spoil for you because i don't know what has happened yet but you can find out through audible that's right you can get yourself a free book over at audibletrial.com slash laser time and try out a 30-day free trial of the service which just so happens to have almost 200,000 uh titles to choose from audiobooks radio shows old-timey plays whatever that you can listen on your iPhone, Kindle, uh, desktop, MP3 players, wherever you stick your earbuds. And I was just looking into, because of this show, Star Wars Aftermath. They are on book three of Chuck Wendig's series that, that follows the events that happen directly after Force Awakens. I read a really big spoiler, and I gotta say, it was both funny and tragic, and I won't even say it here, uh, but I love that there's all this absolutely 100% canonical stuff happening within the Star Wars universe outside of the movies uh, when we can't because we only get one a year. Boo-hoo, not enough Star Wars. But yes, obviously Audible has all your big-ass books over there. Current memoirs, biographies, novels. But I'm, I'm, I'm recommending Star Wars Aftermath this uh, week. And if you'd like to check it out, all of those books you can try out for free just by going to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and enjoying your free audiobook and your free 30-day trial. Tell them Chris sent you. Better yet, don't. folks so much for listening to the show it has been a fucking exhausting week not only were we floored by logan no spoilers yet hang on but we're in the throes of switch fandom oh may it never die you can find it on our youtube channel youtube.com slash laser time we've streamed a bunch of the smaller games in little uh bite-sized doses such as super Bomberman, uh the awful one two switch which made me sweat too much and uh the rather amazing snipper clips the sleeper hit of the switch um we might be streaming Zelda Breath of the Wild this week on, on two, our Tuesday stream. I'm not sure yet. But even if we don't, we're going to have a 100% custom-made Zelda video for you, hopefully up this week on YouTube.com slash LazerTime. 
I want to encourage all you who are not listening to 30, 20, 10, a weekly look at the world 30, 20, and 10 years ago from that week to do so, as well as people who aren't listening to Talking Simpsons and Video Game Apocalypse. You should do that too. More importantly, bonus time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brett's got a wowza of a story, he tells us. And this is how we live our lives now. We don't tell each other stories until we're on mic, um, just so we know we can fill an hour every week over on patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, you're going to want to go over there because we have a ton of commentaries. And speaking of which, so one, we were going to watch Raising Arizona. And then something shitty happened, and that's, that's that shitty thing was Bill Paxton dying. Uh, and a bunch of people said we should watch Twister. Well, guess what? Our patrons over at patreon.com slash laser time have to vote for it. I don't want to make that decision. None of us do. So we're going to make you make it collectively. Uh, and by the time you hear this, we should have the results over on lasertimepodcast.com. We'll be watching that uh, this Monday. And speaking of Pat- Patreon, we're going to have a brand new cheap podcast this week up uh, in time for Fastlane, the WWE pay-per-view. And we also have a, our predictions, which over on youtube.com slash network. My plug is eating itself. I'm exhausted. Uh, let's get this over with. Back to the show, guys. Oh, yes. Logan spoilers. Beware. You've been warned. Keep them spoilers, Logan. Uh, like we did with uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did one for else? Doctor Strange. I think Suic- you just said that. Yep. I am without sleep and yeah. exhausted. Uh, we did it for Suicide Squad. We've done it for a lot of the big, uh, let's call them nerd movies. Uh, I'm wearing a Disney shirt. You're wearing a Mega Man shirt. He's wearing a... We're all in good company. Disney Wolverine, 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 Wolverine Back shirt. to the Future. Uh, they're all owned by Disney soon, so... Uh, well, I guess Capcom's not. We, uh, we go see a movie at 10 a.m. and then come yes. talk to you about it. I love it. it. I love it. It's, I it's like it, but our... I do miss what we used to do, which was get a group of like 10 of us and go see a movie and then go drink at the same bar. It's, that's that's true. You know, days days gone, huh? you know who doesn't miss it? Who? Our ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this one actually, I was... Dude, actually... People well, were asking. That's, like, that's the thing. I would go see this again. I, I was too. fucking floored by this. Film. It was a great film. Yeah. Obviously, there'll be, there'll be spoilers, but we'll try and keep them light in the early instances. But like, I, I cannot believe how how excellent this movie was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right at the top, like you've got the image here of Wolverine from. Yeah. I think that's look at that shit. I think that's the two. The, I think that's the now eleven year old uh, X Men three. I think that art's from uh, that movie. It might be from X one. Really aged. Uh, I mean, but it really shows you how far things went from two thousand when he. Debuted as Wolverine yeah. in July, I think, 14th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, which makes 16, 16 and a half years. Oh, 31 a Frazier's dozen. A Frazier's dozen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, pretty bonkers that it began with... Uh, Wolverine was introduced great in yeah. the original X-Men movie. Cage Fighter, which mm-hmm. is all referenced in this movie. They begin... Yeah. One of the first interactions between Xavier and Logan is them kind of reminding you as a viewer... Mm-hmm. You all watched this movie yeah. 17 years ago, and that's what really hit me throughout time is, one, how much it, how much time it took for them to finally just do a good, cool Wolverine movie yeah. that's not black spandex, mm-hmm. and then at the same time you have X-Men movies like Apocalypse. Like He's not even in the wife beater for mm-hmm. most of the movie. Yeah, and it's just like very down to earth. Even Apocalypse, which is now embracing like the crazy costumes, which is cool, it's just such a far reach 
Like the X-Men movies are finally becoming what look like X-Men movies. Whereas mm. the 2000 movie looked like a Matrix movie with Wolverine yeah. in it. Yeah, Apocalypse um, at least like it looks... And this, there's no mistake and you're watching an X-Men movie. So when that's, you're, that's like, cause, uh, I don't know. I don't know where, where to start here. Um, the, other th- the other thing that got me was the passage of time is obviously the fr- front and center in this. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really got me was, and I'm sure they want the audience to feel this too, mm-hmm. is like for us, like we were, I was 19 yeah. when the first one came out. I'm a little more mm-hmm. tired. I don't know. Yeah. And there was a part of me that could actually, I'm well. nowhere, I'm not Hugh Jackman's age and I'm nowhere mm-hmm. near as Logan is in the movie, but it finally made me, you know, it, it, it's rare that a superhero it. movie makes me go, man, that was a long time ago. That was 17 or, or years ago. It makes me want to cry, which mm-hmm. I didn't quite get there, but I almost did. I almost did. And I, I don't know. Like, I thought it was just so strange that, like, one, okay, so I, I talked about you you with uh, this last week, and because we don't have Cape Crisis anymore, I want to go off on a little comic nerdy tangent. Okay. I remember I had yelled at, I had yelled about Logan. Like, I wasn't even watching the trailers because I was like, just don't make old man Logan. Don't right. fucking do that. And you're like, you were on the side of like they can tell a story like that and they don't yeah because I was I there's a what about article, the Hulk babies <laughs> well dude the Hulk family is the greatest thing the inbred hillbilly Hulks it's great or the idea that like Wolverine flying around in Iron Man's armor because he's dead and gone and left everything behind <laughs> uh, and, but it looks so similar but it is not old man Logan no. at all yeah, and, yeah. and I didn't think they'd take that route at all. I didn't. This is a completely different thing. It's different, but it hits on a lot of the exact same major story notes, which is the X Men died tragically. Yeah. In this case, it was again we're spoiling the living shit out of this yeah, movie. Here we go. People. Wolverine is not responsible for those deaths. He is an old man, Logan. But, and he is an old man in the in the comic. But yeah, yeah it, an old man, Logan. Wolverine is responsible for the death of the entire X Men. Yeah, and in this film, Professor, it, and it's yeah. like this. He just wanted those it's like uh, in, in, ta- tacos in, in, or whatever. In any other scenario, about. if you changed the names and told that story, you'd get the shit suit out of you because yeah. they're too similar. But like, <laughs> I guess I guess they're they're fine here. Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. intentional. Like Age of Ultron, the movie preyed upon the name, which was mm-hmm. out and popular at the time. That's even though the Age of Ultron was, was what twelve hours. And that's why I was cynical about it because yeah. the movie has is called Logan and features X twenty three, both of whom are Wolverine right now, not Logan or yeah. James Howell. James Howlett. Did, did the movie establish the movie establishes real name? No, the comics did that. I thought they did, but in line with the fucking X two or something like it, or X Men Origins, they had to like uh, figure man, out a real I name. I don't know. I thought James Howlett was there from Origin. I wish they I thought it was weird that his name was on like the wasn't the birth certificate, but like his name was his on, driver's yeah. license or whatever. No, it was, no, on, no, it was on, the, on the girl's DNA. Yeah, on X 23s like oh. like yeah, her information. I'm like, but wouldn't they just have Wolverine there? Wow, like, Connor instead, Wade was yeah. five when the first X Men film came out. Yeah. Yep. we're so old. Connor yep. Wade also cried with two friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I am curious in, in the chat. Samuel's watching. I gotta. I really mm-hmm. want to know what you thought about X twenty three. I know she's one of your favorite characters, mm-hmm. kind of of all time, and that actress. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, absolutely perfect good. as X twenty three. An incredibly uh, intense yeah. little girl who yeah. does a lot without saying very Man, much, yeah. much no. of anything. But got all that ferocity and all the anger and the quietness mm-hmm. and, and just how gruff and sandpapery she is at the top. When when she debuts in, uh, was she in NYX before she was in? Uh, Which one was she, was X twenty three in NYX at all, or, or is that where oh, she debuted no, before NY- she? Oh, I, I thought it said X Men Evolution. Yeah. No, that's a that's a Richter who was in the movie mm-hmm. was from X Men Evolution, but uh, what did that, you say? That, she got Harley Quinn in the Marvel. In the uh, Richter did. Richter uh, did. Uh, I think he debuted in the cartoon, and then they were like, "Yeah, just put him in, you know, bring him over." Uh, I think I uh, some of the X Men stuff. I'm a little and Caliban, while is a character from the '80s, is not a character you would ever think you'd see in a movie. Holy shit! And it wasn't who I expected it to be. She Steven, is from X Men Evolution. All right, Steven man. Merchant. 
Steven, Steven Merchant. Merchant. Wheatley from Portal 2 for you people who don't like the office that he created or uh, wow. or what's oh my god I forgot the name of the goddamn show extras extras, extras wow. or the awful ladies man from HBO yeah. I have to say that was probably he's probably one of my least favorite parts of the movie I just but uh, he, well, he was like so he was separated from like the his best parts were just like sh- like shooting the breeze mm-hmm. with with Logan mm-hmm. and that's gone. That's done after like ten minutes. He was an exposition factory, and yeah, so he was just stuck in a car. And then, who did he actually kill? Did he kill anybody? He just yeah. blew up a no, car. No, he didn't actually. I thought like it would be great if he killed. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but with the guy with the mechanical hand. Yeah, one of the Reavers. Yeah, um, yeah. But he I, for, can't I forget call his name. Them Reavers. It hasn't been that long he, since Serenity. Yeah, he just like slightly delayed. All okay. the proceedings. Yeah, pe- it. yeah, people are saying uh, that she was from X Men Evolution originally, but mm. was in NYX. Uh, then she had her comic origin story in a story called Innocence <clears throat> Lost, which I highly recommend. Yeah. Which is similar. Oh, that, yeah. that, that's okay. a revelation I kind of had. And she's in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is also where most people would yeah, know her from. Because I remember I when she it, was in one of the movies. When when it came out, mm-hmm. the number of people who are like, "Who's X 23 And I'm like. A woman clone of Wolverine, which is one of those premises, again, where you're like, oh, my God. It worked and for then- Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> oh, wait, they're married. No, that's his genetic material, and <laughs> they put right. a bow on All it. Right. Uh, but no, and then it's one of those stories that the character work mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. this, wh- what is on the face, just a horrible premise. Yeah. Where you're like, you're going to, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. And then they just did such a good job with it that it's like, yeah, it's like Winter Soldier. We're like, you're mm-hmm. going to bring Bucky back, go to hell. <laughs> and then it's like, this is one of the coolest stories of the last 20 years. Yeah. Which is what I liked about, another thing I liked about this is one, the groundedness of it all. Mm-hmm. I loved 70% of the Wolverine. Yeah. And then the last 25% or so goes like X-Men movie. And it's mm-hmm. like, this is not good. I just thought it was and kind of on the boring side. I liked that they slowed it way down. Because yeah. again, the moment you think it's boring, please remember him wheeling out of an exploding barn in X-Men mm. Origins. Two, uh, that exploded twice. <laughs> or was that the helicopter? Um, uh, who knows? On paper, it was dumb, says Samuel, but ex- she executed it poorly. Yeah. yeah. P- perfectly. Per- uh, but yeah, I loved I, it, how uh, a lot of this movie was, unlike the rest of the X-Men movies, very post-2000. Mm. Yeah. A lot of the other X-Men movies are very rooted in the 80s, mm-hmm. which is the era I love. Mm-hmm. Like, 80s Wolverine comics are like some of my favorite shit. It's when he's at his meanest... Mm-hmm. He's not running a school like he's been for the last decade. He yeah. is just like, no, don't. Nobody touch me, bother me. I'm going to go have an adventure in Madripoor for a yes. while. Like, read those I'm gonna comics. Take, like, I'm going to have a cigar and have a hot bath in a, a hot like, tub full of acid. I can't <laughs> recommend Madripoor Nights and all the other 80s Wolverine stuff, but this was a movie. Uh, but, like, Apocalypse is super 80s. Mm-hmm. Even while Magneto is a, the classic villain, a lot of mm-hmm. the stuff is very 80s, 90s X-Men, because that's when they were at their peak. Yeah. And this movie is, one, based on a story after 2000, mm-hmm. has a lot of X-Men Evolution characters brought over, or mm-hmm. at least characters from there. And yeah. it just and it just felt less 80s. Now, the Reavers kind of put you back in the 80s, I guess, but so much of it didn't feel so rooted in, like, we're poking that 80s nostalgia again. It's like, no, if you were born in the 90s, or if you, if you were born in the year 2000, yeah. you probably could watch this and be like, oh, my childhood. And that's because I was cool. going to be like, well, Brett, but while we try and prepare this, like, look up and see if there's any comic <laughs> characters in the film. Like, it totally doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't you matter. You don't even need to have, like... Seen any of the X Men films? Know who yeah, these people it are. Really matter. It doesn't matter who these tertiary. It's just minor trivia, and it, it made me think that like <laughs> my, my X Men knowledge is mm-hmm. fraudulent <laughs> at best. And like we just we did that whole Marvel card series. A lot of it comes from that. A shitload of it comes from the cartoons. Uh, and then I went back and reread a bunch of stuff. But like mm. I wasn't living this live. Right. Um, I lived most of it live, but definitely anything after two thousand, mm-hmm. I was kind of. 
What up, Zach? I, I didn't read it as like I read Old Man and Logan eventually. I watched a little <laughs> X Men Evolution kind of after it was already gone. Mm-hmm. But um, man, Connor Wade saying, "Did anyone else make a Simpsons reference in the scene where Logan is lifted on a stretcher near yeah. a cliff?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I was also I did not think of that. I was also thinking of uh, Hacksaw Ridge. I'm like, is Andrew Garfield up there doing his thing? <laughs> One more. <laughs> wow, that's Andrew. Uh, Andrew uh, Garfield. God damn that movie. Was uh, so- but, uh, Samuel says, I love how fragile Pres- Professor X was depicted as someone has, who has to take care of two ailing grandparents, one who has dementia, many of those scenes hit home. I just thought, like, it real like, um, Hugh Jackman just really, like, selling, like, all the pain in his body. Like, yeah. every time he moved, it looked like he was in pain. Like, he never walked normally. It was always with, like, uh, yeah. yeah. And for what it's worth, uh, the whole thing with adamantium mm-hmm. is that it does poison your body. Mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why he was selected originally is because his healing factor would keep that poisoning yeah. away. And I guess, I don't remember this being a factor in Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. uh, the comic, but because uh, that's set so far in the future, I think. that Because yeah. when they said 2029, yeah, it was I'm like, very strange. Not, I'm like, that's not that far. It, it's weird because it gives them wiggle room to this not be the end of the, the X-Men saga. Yeah. Well, but- I think this is a separate timeline. It, well, so they I, mentioned, I, they I mentioned, did a little Googling, and apparently it is. It, they mentioned the Statue of Liberty, which means it's part of that timeline that X-Men 1 takes place in. And I don't think they, Days of Future Past splits that, and so I don't think Apocalypse. I think that's all on the other side. I think the, the side with yeah, the Statue know. of Liberty with Magneto and X2, mm-hmm. all that's on one thing, and I think this... This is the end of that era. The only era. thing you have to throw a fucking giant shitty shit-covered wrench into that fan uh-huh. is fucking Beast. Because Beast is in the third movie, but yeah. also at the very end of Days of Future Past in the right timeline. Well, there's a timeline that breaks this all out. I mean, how mm. it how it can make sense, whether or not they intended it. Mm. There is a rationale, but that's, and uh, that's is what I wanted to ask you guys and the, and the people in the chat. Like, it's how much it wasn't Old Man Logan that, mm-hmm. like, after a while, like, there's no fucking apocalypse. No, it looks like. Trump's America. The only things left are like gas stations, casinos, mm-hmm. and trucks without drivers. Well, they're also in the West most of the time, so like yeah. you don't see in New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. You see Oklahoma. You see North Dakota. Yeah. You see and, Texas. And there's still casinos where people hang out and have fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you do not see, you do not see any uplifting aspect of society. Yeah. No. But it's not post-apocalyptic either. No, no, no. It's not. But it, it's like, I because mean, I thought it the opening shows him just chilling in his car and getting jacked and shot in in what looks like in public underneath of a giant... Right. So I thought it was going to project this massive dystopia, and that literally never happened. I think that's just like you're close... I think what they're going for is you're close to the border, Mm. you're in the middle of nowhere, like, of course, your car... You have a really nice car. Holy shit, the border stuff. Yeah, the giant... The the giant giant wall. And that they're, they're, like, all the new mutants are, like, have Mm -hmm. Mexican blood because... Mm. I mean, it... That because like remember the original X Men for Brian Singer had tried to make them gay allegories, yeah. and now they've become refugees and mm-hmm. yep. undesirables. Huh. Uh, like it, I thought that was fucking brilliant. Yeah, and I, I, I like it's like I feel like it's like a less bleak version of The Road. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a it's such a strange movie. Something I, I don't know. I think people in the chat would know is what in NYX mm-hmm. and like Innocence Lost and stuff. Did they ever? do anything with like Wolverine and Laura like having any kind of adventure or, or like does he consider her his daughter or anything like that like I thought a lot of that stuff was kind of new to this but I'm I might be wrong and I also man I lost my train of thought there was mm. something else about 
oh, she's obviously way younger in this mm. than I think when you meet her in the comics, she's whatever late teens or early adults. I don't remember how old uh, she's supposed to be, but and, which makes me wonder, like, if they follow this with her becoming Wolverine, mm. or whether or not she's Wolverine if it's just an X twenty three movie, which. Mm. Is what happened, what, two years ago? She became the new Wolverine, yep. who... Wolverine is still dead, I think, as far Wolverine as... Wolverine well, until And his death was extremely metal. <laughs> yes. Two people until Until uh, old man Logan Logan came into the timeline because of, of Secret the Wars. Secret Wars, which was just great. But that, And that's uh, why I thought this was cynical and even... Uh, okay. Jails so, was pointing out they used the story of Old Man Logan to make you believe mm-hmm. certain things that turn out not to be true in the movie. I'm, I don't know why I'm avoiding spoilers at this point. You're fucked if you're not <laughs> if you're trying to avoid spoilers in this deep into the show. Uh, they first meet in the storyline Target X, and uh, shortly before Wolverine dies, uh, he formally adopts her mm. as his daughter. And Zach Beeson saying uh, she's he's her professor in Wolverine and the X Men mm. when he runs the Jean Grey school which last I read was a great series I really it was Wolverine fine. and the X Men uh, anything a lot of that stuff around Schism and AVX mm. and when they did the when Cyclops became a villain mm-hmm. like that whole era of X Men was pretty good yeah that, and that's and, I'm, I was fairly caught up in that era but like the shit what was it like X Men proper was like real heavy typical X Men stuff but Wolverine and the X Men was like a lot like this movie just kids yeah like protecting kids and stuff I, I don't know I I cannot believe how good this is this like I really loved Winter Soldier mm. but, but but I love Winter Soldier because it kind of broke a mold and mm. kind of went for a different genre but I think you could argue this did that better I, I, I do think this is in the same sphere as Winter mm-hmm. Soldier I think I still like Winter Soldier more maybe mm-hmm. but this is definitely of all the X-Men movies I'm not sure that I do anymore and, and I, I don't love any of the X-Men movies at this point. Yeah, I just don't. I like, don't either, really. There's too much time in between, and I, I just can't believe how floored I was by this film, how well done it was. And by, sp- by a director yeah. who I don't like anything he's done, including yeah. the last Wolverine movie. Any, Kate and Leopold, anyone? anyone? Huh. No? Wow, Kate and uh, Leopold. Uh, but I, I, I did love. Uh, oh, that's another good point. Thank H-Gel you. H.G.L. saying uh, it's super violent. And yes, this is yes. the rated R. Which I kind of forgot going in, but yeah, it's the first time you ever like outside X, of the fucking video game. Yeah, X two, you got to see uh, him go nuts, A which, bloodless. Yeah, which is which you never really get to see in the first X Men movie, and then X two. Part of the reason it got so much love at the mm-hmm. time was like this badass. 10 second Colossus moment this yeah. badass moment here, this badass moment here. Even if some of the connecting tissue of the movie is like okay, mm-hmm. you got. Well, I've waited twenty yeah. some years to see it. Wolverine lose his shit on camera and I finally got to see it and this movie is him like just oh, it's going it's not uh, just that but they use that R rating to like yes. here's just a how many different angles can motion, three blades yeah. to go through a man's face yeah, you're gonna amazing. find out it's, you're learning yeah you're learning basic ballistics at this point yeah. and like that, I mean Deadpool was rated R and well, they, they, it wasn't that I can't remember any scenes of extreme violence I'm sure there was well there, like, there are things that like cause going back to like I, I didn't read a lot of X-Men I read a ton of Wolverine and when I think about those issues like you couldn't you couldn't depict that in an MCU movie if you wanted to because at the end of the day Wolverine's power is slicing and claws go through people's heads and limbs yeah. constantly yeah. Uh, and and it always did in the PG comics and that would never fly on screen uh, and, and and part of the reason I I hate the a lot of the X Men movies because they're separate from the Marvel universe but the Marvel universe never would have allowed no. for any kind of this shit so my favorite part of Deadpool and that's rated R is is I almost hate the cursing and the fucking blowjob jokes, but it's a fight with Colossus where his body just falls apart, and that's like that's too much for Disney. That's not going to happen, and and that's and I love that Fox doesn't have the cachet of that extended universe, so it has to play up this factor. Well, 
we yeah. can't be told what to do by Marvel. Yeah. We can do whatever we'd like, which is sort of like what their comic creators doing. They just spit a lot, but like <laughs> Deadpool and specifically this felt more comic booky. Like it just like hot take MCU very far up its own ass and where it's going a little bit. Whereas like. I love the introduction of Colossus and Deadpool where he's just like, he's sitting blankly and eating cereal. <laughs> and that is how he would be introduced in a modern, yeah, like a postmodern comic book. That is how he'd be introduced. And this, this story, I could envision every moment of it in panels where I don't feel like, I feel like if I did that with the Avengers, it was a comic from like 19 years ago. Uh, because they're, they're very they're very focused on the fighting aspect of everything and less focused on like these small character moments, which is what majority of comics, even Marvel comics yeah. are. Yeah, that uh, these, I'm just saying Deadpool and uh, Logan feel more like their source material than anything in the MCU right now. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Samuel actually asked, mm. uh, "Did you guys enjoy the opening Deadpool sequence?" Totally caught me caught me off guard. I don't. I part of me still thinks it should have that should have been the because mm-hmm. there was there's no after the credits thing, yeah. and Logan is mostly serious mm-hmm. I mean you know there is some comedic relief with Stephen Merchant and stuff like that but like it's I think it, you could have moved it, it. it it's really tonally off I, I read it, there it was supposed to be a post credit sequence because uh, if you note like when that uh-huh. trailer started uh-huh. it doesn't have the markations of a typical trailer yeah, yeah. And it's not def. It is longer than a typical trailer. Yeah. And I think maybe that was supposed to be the end. And I can see how mm-hmm. that could have been nice, but it's also fitting to have like just the end. Yeah. This is the yeah. end. Yeah. No. I I'm glad they didn't do that. a stinger because In- they this if you're gonna go on that if you're gonna do this mm-hmm. and like you're gonna have an actor like Patrick Stewart have a death scene. You're gonna have who also said he is now retired, yeah, but retired. also said he would come back on certain conditions, such as Deadpool two, uh, which would be great. And Britain Boy points out they actually got the. Right to the Superman theme for Deadpool. Which yeah, that was bizarre. Nice. Like, which should say, like, yeah, I guess nothing's off limits. Yeah. <laughs> no, when something makes a bunch of money, everybody starts listening. Yeah. It's, like, a big, enough time. it's a big surprise. That's why, like, I don't, I don't think I made that joke earlier in the show that I think it's it's more possible than ever for Hugh Jack. Mm-hmm. He's not under no contract. Mm-hmm. Why can't he play a Logan, a different mm-hmm. Logan? Yeah. Why well, couldn't he? Well, as long, if he's a mutant of Logan. any kind, then mm-hmm. he's not allowed. But what I what I just love the idea of like he, Lo, uh, Jackman mm-hmm. said he he was done. Mm-hmm. But Infinity War is a thing where he's like, I'm aware of what this means, yeah. and I'm not against the idea. If Coming back briefly. If there's some kind of idea, mm-hmm. and all I can say is, I don't know if I said it on a stream yet. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day, somehow already. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, but, like, yeah, Thanos and the gems reach across space and time. Yes. You don't even have to, like, true. Ha- you don't have to like bend over to explain why Wolverine's there. You could have the cast of the You could have Thanos, like, open up a portal, <laughs> and a fucking crazy Wolverine flies out of it, and nobody's going to go, like, uh, <laughs> actually, like, and, no, let him. And why I don't can't fucking it happen? Care. Because the Ant Man had fucking Thomas the Tank Engine, which is not a Disney property. That's just a different yeah. universe colliding. Yeah, which and and I don't want, and that's part of the problem of these crossover movies is mm-hmm. they got so much mileage out of like these stories will interconnect. Mm-hmm. Where people now, you're doing the one of the biggest interconnected stories that people actually know. Mm-hmm. The Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and of of all the big like you could say like what about Secret Invasion like. Nobody knows what the fuck Secret Invasion is. <laughs> they barely know what Civil War is. For all the popularity a, that you hoped it had, it's a like, market action figures. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> like a lot of these things don't persist with people over mm-hmm. time. A lot of people probably remember Infinity Gauntlet because the '90s there were toys, there mm-hmm. were comics, all the video games were based off of that shit. Like, if anyone knows at all, Thanos, mm-hmm. Infinity Gems, the the image of the gaunt, like it's from that story. Yeah, and that story is based on 
everybody getting killed and every <laughs> hero who's left fighting Thanos, half of them being fucking mutants, yeah. and they're not here. So what's good is all the Fantastic Four are already dead in the Infinity Gauntlet, so you don't have to have them in there. But the problem is now when you have a movie that is about the Infinity Gauntlet yeah. pulling all these characters in, you're kind of like, well, can you have Wolverine in there? And if he's not, to. there's going to be this 1% of me that's like, I really wish they did. I, but it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to the fucking story they're telling. But because they've true. set this precedent, I'm like, come on, just have true. Logan show up. They're like, there are two established characters in this film. I don't, I can't think of a, any Marvel film in the last ten years with fewer, com, like mainstream comic characters. In yeah. them. I, and I'm not counting what Stephen Merchant's and I, character. Yeah. Right? And I was disappointed, just slightly <laughs> on the same topic, but that I didn't notice any Stan Lee cameo. And I'm looking it up, and like it doesn't seem like there was one. Yeah. And seeing well, as how his first was in X Men. That he wouldn't just go full circle well, and I do something. Did, I, he was even in Deadpool. He was in Deadpool, but he wasn't in Fantastic Four. Yeah, who was and, it? Uh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. there's no Stan Lee came. And I, I'm not sure. I wasn't looking for it, but I. But every time I see it, I yeah. become infuriated when I see executive producer Stan Lee and like that 90 year old mummy didn't do shit. Yeah. And, and especially in like something like Guardians, like he did. He, he did not. He did not walk on set one day for any reason other than a photo op. Yeah. This is. He, but I didn't see that in this film, and I, he's. He might not have been in Apocalypse. Was it, did he have a cameo in Apocalypse? X Men Apocalypse. Don't remember. No. But Look. like it. Yeah. I'm. I'm on this site, comicbook.com, mm-hmm. and they say that there were extra things before Logan starts, but mm-hmm. we only got the Deadpool thing. But huh. there's yeah. like, there's something else with Deadpool and Stanley discussing, like. Marvel movies or something. I don't know. What a but, fucking yeah. comic booky ploy to get me to go see it or buy it again. That's yeah. pretty great though. It, like, and that's a very it meta. Feels dead, so comic book. It's a uh-huh. meta Deadpool thing of like messing with like. And mm, talk, to go to, like, go to yeah. Zeb, I uh, I actually hope to never see Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart again. I think this is a fitting end. Chris Capel agrees. It is a fitting end, but it's also like it's so comic booky. Exact it exactly like old, old Man Logan, where it's not an end at all. It's just a projection of what could be the end, and there's still like. The last X Men movie we saw was in the eighties. This is twenty twenty nine. There's a ton of yeah. years to fill in, so that like all those characters can be brought back. However, if what I've read is correct, well, like, they, they like, keep saying Jackman's last time. They didn't say no one's going to play Wolverine again. But ev- like br- everybody came back for Days of Future Past from the original X Men series because Brian Singer was involved. Blah blah blah. Everybody's contract for the other trilogy is up. And probably won't be coming back. I don't see that series continuing into a, a '90s version of that. Like, where does it go? And and yeah, so, like, and then also when you go from Apocalypse to Mister Sinister, it's like, if anything, I think the X Men movies need to have learned this lesson of like your two biggest success stories. I don't know how much money Apocalypse mm-hmm. made at the end of the day, but Deadpool and hopefully Logan does really well. But mm-hmm. at least the critical acclaim yeah. and general fan acceptance of both of their rated R movies mm-hmm. that are like, no, let's just be this. I do think Apocalypse was. You know, they had the costumes. They mm-hmm. followed the story, sort of, and like it's very X Men. It's very X Men, mm-hmm. and but like it's time for Singer to let go. It's mm-hmm. time for like that type of X Men movie. Yeah, is kind of it's the only time it feels like the two thousands again. Yeah, and it's time to like have a completely different and take. And so when I, and this looks there like is specu- like a sixty percent chance this is the end of everything you know about the X Men cinematic sure. universe because Jennifer Garner mm-hmm. ain't coming back. But you know, Mystique isn't wasn't a lot of comics I read anyway, so it's not that big a deal. That's not Jennifer Garner. That's ah, that's Jennifer, Electra. Jennifer Lopez. That's that's who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence. I literally forgot her name. But I, I can't even play it off. Yeah, she's not coming back. She's not coming back. So like, why not? It's not that I want the cast to start fresh. I'm not as rooted 
in the James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. era, and they don't seem to be having the same kind of fun yeah. that the characters had. And I, I don't want them to go away necessarily. However, like a fresh start with like a, a young director yeah. seems like that's the most fun w- place to take the X-Men now. Especially when like, I don't know, the same way like Marvel and uh, or like image imprints can embrace new mm-hmm. talent. Why not I the, mean, the film yeah. universe? I like, you know, Deadpool did well on his own. Mm-hmm. Logan did well on his own. And obviously, those are two established mm-hmm. characters and big celebrities playing them. But like, yeah, just plucking. I mean, especially Hugh when Jackman, you have such a that like, launched his career, man. Yeah. No one knew who he yeah. was. But like, yeah, taking one character like Quicksilver, like mm. it's probably not big enough to carry his own movie. But like, that to taking like single, disaster. I don't know. It, it it seems to work better than like the last two X Men movies, which is just like let's throw all the X Men we can that we and- were allowed to. In this movie and the stupid, and the stupid irony is that both Deadpool and Logan, as a result of being rated R, the studio refused to spend as much money on it mm. and are cheaper. Yeah. And both became critically acclaimed and beloved yeah. by I audiences. This, one, this didn't feel cheap. Like, Deadpool, no. Deadpool well, kind of feels but like, cheap. But where like, was, where, for, there's like at least 90 minutes where there's no CG. Yeah. You're just looking. You're you're in New Mexico. Yeah, as human actors, but like really good, like, I don't know, cinematography. It's like some of, some of the shots are like, when the Reavers are chasing them next to the train, that's what I like. That shot was beautiful. There's where a shot it's like of the, there's the like, car fishtailing up against a tank, and yeah. like that looked that looked <laughs> amazing. Like yeah. it's just reminding me of like you know they pay a lot of you know tribute to westerns in this mm-hmm. movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many great landscape shots. We're not in a set. We're not using CG. Yeah. Not that there's not CG oh, in I'm sets. Sure there's absolutely. But it just felt like I'm outside. Yeah. I can actually breathe. And like there's so many great Wolverine stories that are him outside. Doing things like being in the dirt and yeah. fucking people up and getting fucked I, up and like that so rarely happens in any of these superhero movies and that's what much like Deadpool only again with none of the constant irreverence of Deadpool where it's like this is gonna <laughs> feel you're gonna feel it. And for that, says, really... What's the story of this film? Spoilers, please. <laughs> um, God, I just that sequence of him dri- trying to drive the car through the the fence. Yeah. That action mm-hmm. sequence was like this. Looks like it belongs in a different like mm-hmm. Oscar like <laughs> yeah. nominated film. This looks. This is an amazing action sequence. When that guy gets sucked onto the fence as it's reversing <laughs> yeah. and then thrown into the side. Like okay, the guy is probably CG, but this mm. is a car like yeah. hauling fucking ass backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's and cool. and, the, and every single one of those sequences where they encounter the Reavers are some of the best yeah. action sequences I've seen on film in some fucking time. Yeah, they look really nice. Mm. Especially, I, I don't have a Marvel movie to slam, but like. The abundance of CG and mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman and X Men Apocalypse were like, yeah. this is what the fuck is this? Like I mean, the, sky, the sky is pink, yeah. everybody's floating. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't. So I much, mean, the, like, the Marvel movies get there where they, there's this sterile mm-hmm. kind of consistent color palette. And, oh no, and they are there. They, yeah, and, and just that's what I love so much about this. It feels like when you invite like a renegade image artist onto like or a writer to like come and write a mm-hmm. like a mar- like a two. Uh, twelve issue Marvel series, and like I hope to see fucking more. I, I've never been so excited for the Fox mm-hmm. X Men universe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm hoping there's a, you know, a refresh. Like you mm-hmm. said, get a, a different director. Time to recast yeah. everybody. Like just, yeah. and I know some of those actors I, I from like Apocalypse would like to keep going on, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like that mm-hmm. movie was kind of fine, but mm-hmm. like, it's just like Fantastic Four. Or, I mean, it's not. I don't mean it in that way, but mm-hmm. like. Or Amazing Spider-Man, where it's like, these things technically made money, but that's a lot of effort and I a lot of work. It. I ate it. I liked it. <laughs> uh, I don't go back and eat it as much as I do other superhero mm-hmm. films. Yeah. And, and anyway, this uh, film, less bleak than uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Somehow, some way, less bleak. <laughs> but it, it just does give me hope. Nah. Like, things like this, and again, the Netflix stuff with Marvel, where it's like, you can tell 
really good superhero stories mm. without crazy effects. Totally. And like, it's just like it, Professor X living in an overturned water tower <laughs> is something I feel like talking is about it, Taco Bell is a splash page. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It yeah. all feels it like I don't know. It feels like they they've embraced the comic book like, universe more than yeah, Marvel. That was the most haunting thing in the entire movie. Is like I thought like I hadn't mm. been watching trailers or reading up. I'm like. Is he just senile? Is he going to be senile the whole movie? Like, mm-hmm. that would just be, like, the most disturbing thing. Mm-hmm. Just to see... Just, it, I mean, it just, was genuine. Because it, also thinking If you have a loved Patrick one that's Stewart been through this, the, this, this is the figurehead, yeah. the assembler of the X-Men. Yeah. It was yeah. disturbing yes. for me. Yeah. I, I thought it was... And uh, Daniel Street says, you know what would have destroyed this movie? A cameo from Channing Tatum as Gambit, which oh, you, yeah, I constantly forget is happening. supposed to happen? Well, it, it depends on what time of day it is, if it's happening or not. When, if it ends in a when six... When did you if, call Stan Lee a young mummy? Because <laughs> Channing Tatum was helping off the stage. Was that two or three years ago? Man, maybe two. That's It's been a fucking yeah. while, and no one's shooting anything. Oh, yeah, Samuel's asking, uh, most brutal scene oh. when the girl pushed all the pine needles into that dude. And then just, yeah. he just exploded? And then he Mortal yeah. Kombat 3s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He got fatality. I wasn't. Uh, that scene was. I didn't like it that much. I and I. It. And the, but when the the leader of the Reavers mm-hmm. is being killed by the entire group yeah. of kids, mm-hmm. there are like eight kids, and I think there's like three things happening to them. So three. <laughs> some kids. What are, the, three, what are those kids doing? Three things you can see, Dave. Yeah, that's what. I, well, someone's <laughs> pushing them down. That's one something you can't see. But the vines, mm-hmm. and then the freezing. Yeah. yeah. There are like eight kids, and like, dude. What one I was wondering, has, one kid has weird eyes. Yeah, what I was wondering is like, uh, did the director tell them like what powers they have? Because some of the kids are just looking menacingly yeah. at him, and well, I'm like, when they do that, Zagbees and says uh, she was named Pinecone Pine Girl, Girl in the credits. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a psychic thing, like making him like, yeah. so, so it's uh, like on thirty twenty ten, we're going to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer soon, and and one of my favorite parts about that is the ending finale to that, which is. But like Sarah Michelle Geller was the one true Slayer, yeah. but they then they find out oh there's genetically all these uh, everybody's filled with this potential to meet the Slayer, but only mm-hmm. one person meets it at a time. And they figure out a way to wake the DNA of everybody who has the potential. So all of a sudden, all these girls overnight mm-hmm. get superpowers, and that's what that scene reminded me of. It's only flaw. It's only flaw mm-hmm. is that these uh, people are mercilessly chasing down these children, holding them captive, mm-hmm. when they are fleeing from being murdered. Like, why were you not killing them on sight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't quite like, understand that. When it's like we're all getting you were gonna him, do is kill them anyway. We have to humanely kill them. I, it didn't look like they were doing that in the exactly. I saw. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of confused why they need. Like, we got to take them off the board. I'm sure. Okay. Maybe it's it's something on the, Start the cutting room that. floor because I think that's one of the longest. I think it is the longest X Men movie technically. <laughs> Two hours and twenty one minutes. Uh, oh, says he's glad the fat kid wasn't Golden Balls. Was an actual X Men character, yeah, yeah. with yeah. the ability to project golden balls. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's exactly the kind of character you're thinking, though. Yeah. He's, yeah, 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 he's like practically pubescent and doesn't yeah. understand how this works but or does, will benefit that anybody. That doesn't sound like it does anything of use. But I, I did like him electrocuting the guy on top of the car, Mike, because like, he was the one I was like, "What's that kid's power?" <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not quite in shape, but uh, what well, he's gonna do something rad. And then yeah, that he electrocutes that guy is pretty. And one guy's not doing anything. <laughs> I, I thought this was fucking phenomenal, man. I, 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 I'm going to recommend it to my dad, who for some reason saw Deadpool and loved it, and mm-hmm. thought it should have been nominated for an Oscar. And my dad is the kind of guy who saw Moonlight the week it was released. Mm-hmm. It's not like him to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Golden Balls is in Spider Man right now, which is mm-hmm. a perfect fit because Golden Ball <laughs> is kind of like sort of like Speedball from New Warriors in that he's a you. very like. I mean, not anymore since he became whatever his nuts mm. were. But, uh, yeah, Golden Balls is fun. It's a silly, goofy <laughs> character. Says, no, Golden Balls was the villain in the Austin Powers movie. <laughs> <laughs> JJB Sterling says, when I was watching the fourth scene, all I could think of uh, was Chris, uh, Chris 
Gonna love these kids in danger. Yeah, none of them got murdered on sight, but they did... I have not seen kids kill like that on screen in a long time. That's why all those uh, uh, Laura X-23 scenes were fucking yeah. astonishing. And just, I, I kept... I want I can't wait to see it again at home to like, which one of these is CG? Like, how is this... Are they, are they yanking this little girl on ropes to yeah. jump at people's throats yeah. like that? Looked amazing. Yeah, there were a couple of like crazy CG. You could see pro that was a Caliban with Steven Merchant, yes. otherwise known as Wheatley from Portal Two. Yeah, um, extras. Yeah. There was a the lot office. of like you know you can tell like something about her movement looks artificial, mm -hmm. and then there's other times where you're like, yeah, I guess was that that actress doing that, yeah. or did they get a stunt though? I mean, probably stunt though. But, I mean, but it's just you know, it's enough to make you go, ah, uh, this looks really nice. But you know, you have that baggage with he was a discerning adult viewer, like this kid is in almost every scene. This is amazing. How did they get away with it? And then she turns out to be a pretty great actress. I, I don't know what else we can say about it at this yeah. point. I will say the weirdest thing to see in, the, in that movie, hmm. tits. Tits? The first the, uh, tits in a Marvel movie. They're, well, I like that Deadpool had it. Didn't Deadpool have boobs? Mm, yes, they, they were in a strip club at some point. Been. Yeah, but it was just like, I guess, like to show like, uh, I still like boobs. I'm Logan. I like them. That's nice. Oh, I, did, <laughs> I, did, I did look up whether those none of those comics were real that they were mm -hmm. looking at in the movie. Mm. And it made me think, like, just the inclusion of those comics, I want... Is, does that, is this them saying this isn't the real X-Men world? No, that happens yeah. in the comics. Yeah? yeah. Uh, no, it, it happens... I was just watching Assassination of Jesse James, yeah. and, like, he's a real fucking villain, mm. but they're writing stories and comics I about like him in real life. there's been at least... I can't place it, but, like, mm. some other comic book movie where it's like, yeah, the past of this, like... the. This person's uh, entire exploits have been chronicled in mm -hmm. comic books, which are the truth. But in this case, my favorite was uh, uh, Red Sun, the Superman mm -hmm. one, where he's born in Russia yeah. and becomes a defender of Russia, and he's just thinking to himself, you know, I hear American comics draw me ending up with Lois Lane. I have no <laughs> idea why they want to see that so badly. <laughs> um, no, there, there's things in even the '80s Wolverine comics when he's on his own, when he, he everyone thinks the X Men are dead, mm -hmm. so he has to masquerade around his patch mm -hmm. with a thing on his eye and like. And in that time, he kind of comes across some X-Men comics, and he's just like, oh, it didn't happen like that. And so those are, again, just moments pulled out of actual... I'll leave this as my final thought. Uh, ten X-Men movies is the tenth. Oh, technically, boy. maybe a bookend. Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman was very technically in all of them. Except, I don't think he was in First Class, was he? Uh, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's yeah, the first Marvel you. character to say... Yeah. Well, uh, in was he in Apocalypse? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, he was. Never mind. Yeah. We get to see for the fourth time oh, yes. <laughs> him, in that, him in that chamber getting his powers. Oh, yes. Uh, and apparently he's in the he, the... he did pose for the cover of Sexiest Man Alive in the Deadpool movie for oh. that... So it's a picture of him, huh, but it yeah. was shot for that film. <laughs> uh, I just thought it, it occurred to me at the very end because, like, those gorgeous, gorgeous sequence of, like, the physical pain... Hugh Jackman is conveying yeah. not just because he's old because he was doing fine earlier in the film and we've seen him with his shirt off he's still ripped uh, but I was like oh we're, we are never ever going to see yeah. a mask ever probably it not is never, wow he never put it on not once like, wow. it, like I can't think of another cinematic character yeah. who just literally never got their costume ever wow. but then I guess none of the X-Men really did yeah but the kid's holding one that has the mask yeah well Apocalypse was the first time they really went whole hog with it where like yeah. Psylocke is like, Psylocke it's Storm, the 80s don't, Storm, don't question it like yeah don't even ask but like Banshee kind of well first class they kind of looked like their costumes a little and Magneto by the time you get to Days of Future Past is more purple and magenta mm -hmm. so they were going that direction but yeah Wolverine's is just one of those costumes it's like you're not going to make this work I, ju I, I just assumed we'd see it once he'd make a joke out of it nah not this time yeah not in a million 
million years, kid. Yeah. It's a direct fucking Devil May Cry reference. Man, you're really, yeah. Whoops-a-daisy. Man, you're really good at that impression, though. Nerd that sound, yeah, it's like Dante, baby. I'm Hugh Jackman, baby. I'm Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Stanley's boobs and Deadpool weren't that great. Yes, it was, Stacy Pro. Uh, and any other thoughts? I, I, I'm all good. I'm fucking excited. I mean, I, 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 didn't get, I didn't cry or tear up necessarily, but like when she, at the very, very end, the last shot where she they bury him and yeah. she moves the cross and turns it over and the cross becomes an X, yeah. I was like... That's, really, that's nice. Yeah, they really are trying to get you to cry because he, it's a a funeral attended entirely by kids <laughs> and a cross being turned into an X. Like, yep. you, you almost got me, but uh, not was, quite. I thought it was one of the most moving death sequences because yeah. it's just like, you just never thought you'd see that. Hugh Jackman wouldn't sign a contract and yeah. they'd replace him. But I also, not that he would close the book on it. A part of me thought, like, up until... He's literally put under mm. a giant pile of rocks. Mm-hmm. Like Zach Beeson's wife cried two times. But I was, I still didn't think he was dead because I thought, like, can't isn't the adamantium bolt the only thing that would kill him? I mean, I guess the uh, X twenty four has mm-hmm. adamantium in his claws and beating the shit with it, and that's why he's dead. But it's like well, the whole idea is his the the, the poison of the skeleton has finally just wore mm-hmm. out his healing yeah. factor, and mm-hmm. he's getting old naturally. I mean, Wolverine does age; he just yeah. ages at like one fucking eighth the speed. Okay, so he's been around since whatever World, World War One. one. So he's so the bullet is just like end his suffering. The bullying would be like this is guaranteed. Yeah. Whereas he could finally die in this one by just having the literal shit kicked out okay. of him and getting gutted and like by yeah. the time he's impaled on a tree and after being yes. stabbed multiple times mm-hmm. I think his healing factor is just like we can't do this anymore. I did want to yeah. we never said how X-24 I, I cannot believe how like I was totally on board with like yeah this character's fighting himself <laughs> yeah. I mean I've never seen it's like I've never seen it's your favorite part of before. Terminator Genesis <laughs> oh boy but it, it was it, like, it the, was awesome the, like the, whatever CGI terrifying. they used on him, it was not bad. To the credit of the script in the pacing yeah. that, like, oh, he's going to be way better than yeah. me. Like, he's he's not going to win this fight. There's no way. Yeah, but this. after, um, fuck, what was the, why am I blanking on the last Star Wars name? Star Wars. Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. All the CGI used in that movie was mm-hmm. so off-putting and obvious. Like the, the uh, mocap Yeah, people? like Tarkin and Leia, mm-hmm. like, the, like, the first time I see them, like, that guy's CG. Yeah. And I notice it every time I see him. Mm. And uh, X twenty four like it they you I mean like granted it's the granted he's there and he's able to do the, those scenes it's difficult but the, what the whatever little things they did to make him look younger because I specific, worked. like oh he's taller yeah he's taller too like yeah. weird what the fuck are they doing here and like everyone's is that a look alike it can't be yeah yeah, it looks- uh, yeah Zach Beeson mentioning X twenty four looked a lot like Liev Schreiber I thought there was yes. a there was a second where I was like. Is that Lee Schreiber? <laughs> and it's fucking safe. And I was like, are we going to get the fucking yeah. drag out, awful, gutting, nasty fucking fight? And for a split second, I was like, <sighs> and I was, oh, okay. Oh, this is fine too. But I, I just, I, but we should probably head out. Yeah, uh, we should get. Uh, but thank you for listening to this episode of Laser Time. It's very sweet of you. Uh, yeah. Hope you tell a friend about the show or go to lasertimepodcast.com or maybe consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash laser time. Like our buddy Wes, who the show is brought to you by and many other fine folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was on bonus time this week, our uh, weekly bonus show, exclusive for Patreon patrons. Got a ton of commentaries there. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Let's get the hell <laughs> yeah. out of here. Uh, 302010. Yeah, 302010 will be, uh, we've just recorded some new episodes. Like you said, Buffy, mm-hmm. the show is about to turn 20 years old. Mm-hmm. We uh, just talked about Raising Arizona turning 30. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon just turned 30. But yeah, 302010.net. Mm-hmm. You can follow along every week. New Thursdays, new episodes on iTunes, Switcher, Wondery, all that good stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, we've got a ton of great streams. We're, gonna, we're about True. to do one. 
but also Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Robert, Robert right. Beach uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yes, it, he, he did it for genuine and Ferry made these great uh, collections of our funniest moments. Yeah, those are uh, funny. So I'm gonna. Well, There's I'll, a February I'll, one now. Yes, I'm, uh, I, 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 I'm gonna make oh, a post for it already, soon. But he okay. does some he does some really good work. Look him up on YouTube. Yeah, we'll uh, get that on the site as soon yes. as we can. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, we have to get out of here. But thanks for participating in the live chat. Sorry, I know a bunch of people don't like it when you spoil movies for half of a Laser Time podcast, <laughs> but it's this has been too much fun. Uh, thanks, guys. We will see you again real soon Bye. later on. Bye. There's a man going around taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down. When the man comes around